Magandang tanghali po. <laughs> Alright, so today is March 27 and it's 5.22pm. So, um, I believe this is a productive day but I'm recording right now because I'm done. Yes, I'm done. I'm, I'm finished reading The Discipline of Grace by Jerry Bridges. Um, it's It says here on the front cover of the book, God's role and our role in the pursuit of holiness. So I would just like to um, record all the things, the thoughts, Um, that I learned from from this awesome book. Actually, this is a very dragging book, I might say, because I started, I know I started this book way, way, way before. I believe it's last 2018. Because I, if I remember it correctly, I, I have brought this book with me um, when we first um, went to La Union with Elaine and Ate Joan and friend. I, I forgot the name of, of friend but yeah, she's the daughter of Ate Joan and it was I believe um, November or October last 2018 and this is I just finished it today March 27 wow <sighs> but yeah it, it, it's really a good book so what are my key takeaways I believe first and foremost is that It's really important for us Christians to um, preach the gospel of Christ to ourselves every day. Not, not just—it's not a one-time, big-time event wherein you, someone will share the gospel and then you will, you will accept Christ and then yeah, that's just it. No. Because the gospel is the soul, like it is the primary truth, the foundation of all the things. Like all things are hindered to that, or hinge to that truth in the discipline of grace. It's basically the whole book is pointing about how. Um, The discipline of God and God's grace goes hand in hand and it cannot be separated. You cannot say that God is a gracious God, but He is not a righteous or a a just God. Um, One of the second thing that I'd like to point out to this book is that it it's really um, 
it takes a lot of work to be conformed to the image of God. But it is not only our own doing, but it is only also by the power of the Holy Spirit within us that we can make it, that we can be like Christ. And I just love how it says here that our ultimate like our ultimate goal or the highest good that any believer could aspire is to be Christ-like. And that it points out how we should be holy because our God is holy. Because He is holy. It's not just like, it's not something that, oh, you should be good to other people, you should love other people, you should be compassionate to other people. But more than that, you have to conform to the image of Christ and to how Christ lived on this earth. Because that's that's just what the gospel is. It, it should transform you to the image of God. And yeah, um, one of the major um, takeaway as well is you cannot say that you are a disciple of Christ or that you are um, a daughter, a son of God if if you keep on sinning or if you keep on missing the mark. Yes, it may sound really um, legalistic right now, but if you really think about it, we are dead to sin. We Our sins have been crucified with Christ. And like, it's not, it should not be our norm anymore because it's like, it convicts me that whenever you are sinning, no matter how trivial that sin is, it's an act of rebellion against God. And we know how holy our God is. We know how how He condones sin, how much he hates sin. It's like, first, it's an outright rebellion toward God. Second, it's like we're putting Christ again on the cross if we are, if we keep on sinning against Him. Third, we are grieving the Holy Spirit whenever we sin. So, yeah, I believe what really I mean the essence really of this book is for us to go back to grace for us to know that in our weakness his grace is sufficient for us and that we can overcome by daily surrender to his love by by a daily surrender to his grace and to his power and to his Holy Spirit that will enable us to 
overcome temptation that will over that will help us to overcome sin and it's also um, a great reminder that since we are still in our flesh since we are still in this earth we will never be perfect in that we, we will never achieve that sinless state on, on this part of like on this part of our lives so but the thing there is how how fast you go back to the throne of grace how fast you repent of your sin and how grieved you are um, with the sin that you committed because I believe that's where grace comes in and let's it there is just this balance where um, you know that you um, will still fall short of the glory of God that's where grace um, arrives but you know for your for yourself that that grace should not be taken for granted and that um, the grace God provides is is not for us to waste so every day it's it's a constant choice of living this life committed to glorifying him or will it be living this life just like how the world lives so every day the choice is up to us we can surrender it to the power of God or we can have it our own way but ultimately we will never know when and when our lives will end and I I just I was just reminded of the verse in Matthew wherein um, every the master invited everyone to the wedding but only if you were were ready were were dressed for the wedding and then not everyone was able to come in because um, they were not prepared um, by the time that the bride's groom arrived so we just ought to be ready anytime because we will never know so yeah, um, it's, it's speaking to myself as well. We can choose God's grace or the world. Yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> if there is someone who's listening. But yeah, that's, that's my takeaway. See you again. Talk to you again soon. <laughs> Alam. <laughs>